Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the eighth episode of the Dear Fashion Podcast. Only two more to go until we hit 10. My name is Valerie, and I'm your podcast host. Last week's episode, we talked about style and how to define your own personal style, and it was more of a conversational style, and I think I just said style like five times in the span of five seconds, but I'm going to do the same thing in this episode where I don't have an exact script. I just have more of an outline, Um, so that way it sounds more natural. Before I get into today's episode, I did just want to throw in a disclaimer. I know in last week's episode, on episode 7, I said that for this week's episode, on uh, episode 8, I would be talking about budgeting and finances, but I have decided to switch things up and actually um, do something that I'm feeling more in sync with at the moment. I really try and make my podcast episodes represent and ref- and reflect what I'm currently going through because as you know this podcast is something that I'm growing as I am also venturing out into the fashion industry myself so I just feel like this episode is more appropriate for what I'm going through and I hope you guys don't get too bummed out. I will be doing an episode in the future about budgeting and finances. It's just not my main priority right now as I am navigating through my experience being a new fashion business owner and fashion podcast host. So this is all new for me and I just want this to be the best reflection of what I'm going through All right, so to start things off for today's episode, Dear Fashion, how do I find inspiration in the midst of chaos? So I have some questions here that I'm going to answer. I'll read them out to you or kind of what my thought process is behind um, inspiration. So what is inspiration and why is it super important in the fashion industry? So, I mean, everyone knows like, oh my God, Valerie, really? What's inspiration? That's like so basic elementary school level. But um, when you really like hunker down and kind of dive deep more into the subject itself, inspiration is such a general term. It can be anything from music to art, to clothes, to fashion, to our hair, our makeup, the way we express ourselves, dance, etc. Like the list just keeps going on and on and on. And what I love about inspiration in general is the fact that it's subjective and it's not objective. I think that there's beauty in and having something be so subjective to where you can make it so personal to you and find your own personal connection to whatever inspires you. That being said, I think the reason why it's important in the fashion industry is because everyone is living their own version of reality. Everyone is living in their own preconceived notion of what their universe is and is um, compiled of or made of. And I think that it's interesting that in the fashion realm, um, specifically, inspiration is translated, reflected, and turned into these amazing, beautiful pieces that you're just like, wow, how does anyone ever come up with these ideas? Like, I would have never thought to mix like chevron and hot pink or remember when zebra and fuchsia and Paris were like an aesthetic? Like, I don't know who came up with that, but that was genius. Like every 12 year old girl was eating that up. And that was the moment. Um, But like, you know, 
besides like interior home design trends but um you know like fashion wise the y2k trend the 70s the 60s all of those trends or aesthetics that we now use on a day-to-day basis when creating parties and themes and events you know that before it was an aesthetic just was a lifestyle that just was someone's reality that they made into clothes so i think it's just amazing to think about that you know because we are all living in our own reality the way we experience inspiration is so different that it le- it gives us this leeway and this um, ability to create amazing pieces in the fashion industry. But besides, you know, straying away from the product mindset of a business mindset in the fashion realm, I do also want to talk about how inspiration impacts designers, um, other fashion personnel, like fashion marketers, fashion buyers, um, you know, everyone under the sun in the fashion industry, and just like day to day people just life like, I know I have some listeners on here who don't, you know, who aren't like, necessarily in the fashion industry, like working. Um, So shout out to you all. I love you. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to talk about how inspiration just impacts all of us. Like I kind of already went into a whole spiel about that in the beginning, but how does it inspire us in our day-to-day life for work, specifically work related? You know, you can be inspired by looking at a Chip and Joanna Gaines, um, episode or like, um, you know, TV yeah, TV episode, and and you're like, oh my god, I love the farmhouse style. I'm gonna make my house that. Like, no, like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more of the nitty gritty, more of the in inner voice, intuition, like inspiration. How do you get up in the morning and go to work? Why do you go to work? What is your purpose in your work? Do you have a purpose? Do you know what your life purpose is? What do you want? Are you living in the reality that you wanted or are you living in the reality that someone else created for you? All of these daunting questions that I just spitfired right there, these are the questions that I'm talking about that stems from inspiration. You know, and I think it's, I think in talking about this, it's important to go back to the root of where all of these questions came from, right? And that's within ourselves. That's like within our inner child. That's what I'm trying to get at. That when you're young, you come and you're born to this earth with a purpose. You have a purpose, you're born with it. You know when you're little exactly what you're going to do. You just do because you're the purest form of yourself. You haven't really been tempted, not not necessarily tempted, but you haven't been tainted. Tainted is the word I'm looking for. You haven't been tainted by society or societal norms or, well, hopefully, you know, I'm not, let's not generalize here, but most likely. And in that pure, you know, like childlike self, one already knows what their purpose is. It's just that when we're children, we don't really have these deep thoughts or deep conversations. We're just experiencing the world in awe and learning about the world and growing with it. Um, so yeah, that being said, 
when we go to work, like, how do you find your inspiration to go to work in the morning? How do you find inspiration to continue on living your life? How do you live? Why do you live? Like, not to be all existential. Uh, Kind of, I guess I am being existential. But I've always been the person who's I'm like, I'm passionate. And I know I have the potential to do anything. And that's not being cocky. It's just like, it's a reality. In my reality, and in yours, everyone's reality, we do have the ability to be capable of to do anything. But I have to be passionate and inspired about what I'm doing. I hate when things feels feel like chores. I'm not a big fan of routine aside my morning or I don't even have a nighttime routine. That should tell you a lot. Besides my skincare routine, which is sacred to me, and my morning routine, I don't really I'm not a big fan of routines. I get bored easily. Um so I need to be inspired in order to be passionate and and in order to find joy in what I'm doing. So I just wanted to, I guess, at the end of all that is that, you know, inspiration can tie a lot into what our purpose is. And usually you are inspired by your own purpose. So it's just like a whole never-ending loop. Um, so... I found, this is where I wanted to go with this, Um, I found these videos. I love to watch motivational videos and speeches on YouTube because sometimes I get tired of watching, you know, like vlogs or listening to music, but I want some like noise in the background or sometimes I just really need like a good pep talk. So, especially when I don't feel like studying or doing something that I know is going to be more laborious or take more time or tedious. I love to put these in the background. But um, I came across um, this motivational speaker. I'm going to start off with Eric Thomas. If you don't know who he is, he's this amazing motivational speaker. And his story is incredible. His background story is just amazing and to see how much he's grown and gotten to the place that he's gotten to in life just goes to show that you know you are in the control of your destiny not destiny but of your reality like you can shape your reality not let me like backtrack here you can't control your reality but the things that you can control you can shape and he shaped his reality and he was able to pull himself up out of it and um, I don't know if this is like a trigger warning or a disclaimer, but I am a Christian and I believe in God. And but I that being said, I am also more of like a, I'm more of a spiritual Christian if I had to define myself. But in this, I wanted to say like I don't believe that you can control fully what's happening to you. I think that you know at the end of the day. God, universe, source, however you feel most comfortable saying it, he is the one or they, them, the universe or God is the one who's in control of everything at the end of the day. And what you can do, though, is co-create with God, with source, with universe. And my point was that I was trying to say is that Eric Thomas, he goes by E.T., which is funny, but E.T., 
you know, he gives his tribute and his credit to God and saying how he was inspired and he found purpose in he found purpose in faith and by faith he was able to co-create and change his reality for the better. And I think that that shows his story is just uh you know, oh my gosh, what are the words that I'm trying to look for? His story is tribute to what is possible when you take inspiration on a daily basis and turn it into something and work from that and go to work happy and more than content with how your life is going. Um, But his video that I watched was about, I think it's about eight or nine minutes long, maybe, maybe 10 at most. But in this video, it's titled Never Give Up. And I was like, "Eh," you know, came across it folding laundry one day. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put on something. I'm interested to see what he has to say. And I swear to you, I think now after listening to that video, I try to listen to it once a day because it's it's just so powerful. Like, I think it's a remix kind of of all of his important speeches that he's tied in together. But that speech, it, like, that is truly inspirational. Like, his story, if you want to le- learn more about it. I don't want to say anything or give anything away because that's kind of the fun in, in leading you guys on and just, like, kind of giving you a little taste. But E.T.'s story is one you should listen to in that video and specifically it's called Never Give Up on YouTube. Eric Thomas. I'm going to have it linked on my Dear Fashion Podcast website. It's dearfashionpodcast.squarespace.com if you don't already have it memorized. I have, I'm going to have the link to his video or you can just click on it and it will take you directly to the YouTube to watch it. And I will also have a link to Oprah's motivational video. It's about 18 minutes long, so it is a bit longer. But Oprah's video, I mean, besides the countless jokes about Oprah, but um her video, like that speech in particular, really means a lot to me because I found it at a time my second semester of junior year in college where I was feeling really down in the dumps. I was like, I'm never going to pass Orgo 2. I'm never going to get those minor in chemistry. Very negative. And like, I wasn't showing it on the outside, but I was just, been, I and I still am in this like state of mental paralysis, if you will. I feel like I'm in a constant loop trying to figure out what's the best career path for myself and how do I want to support myself in this life and what do I want my life to look like and, you know, answering, attempting to answer those daunting questions we had talked about at the beginning. And when I came across Oprah's video, it really opened up my eyes as to giving me a path or giving me a foundation or some sort of guideline to helping me figure out how to begin to answer those questions. And the one thing I will say from her video, because I don't want to, again, give anything away, is that she said this quote that to this day has resonated with me ever since, and it's my new favorite quote 
if you're going to ask me what my old favorite quote was, and even if you weren't going to ask me, I'm going to tell you anyway. It was by Gandhi, and it was, be the change you wish to see in the world. Very, I mean, I'm not going to say basic, but it was kind of basic. Let's be honest, Val. It was kind of basic. But Oprah's video, in the in the video, she goes on to talk and say, and quote a quote, a quote. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry, guys. But anyways, quote a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it goes, she goes on to say that not everyone can be famous, but everyone can be great because greatness is determined by service. And I don't know what it is about that quote, but I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I think, I, I think I also, like, one of the reasons I do love that quote is because growing up, you know, I don't know about you, but I did, you know, I have, I, and I still do have this, like, little hope and wish in me, like, oh, I hope I'll be famous, or influencer level famous, or TikTok, or YouTube famous, or whatever, but, like, when she said, you know, not everyone can be famous, but everyone can be great, because greatness is determined by service, it was like, oh, I like, that's like a re like, yeah, I don't have to be famous to be great, and, I can be great on an every, like, on a day-to-day thing. Like, I can be great every single day, and I can be the best at what I'm at, and I can just be the best me. And and in that, you know, in being great because your greatness is determined by service, it just seems so noble. I don't know what it is. I don't know how if I'm really doing a good job at explaining this, but it gave me the sense of peace. Like, I don't have to be famous to be great. Like, I can, I can be great on my own through what I do. And I don't know, that might, that might seem like, duh, Valerie, like, to you guys, but I don't, like, to me, it just made sense. It, it didn't, it didn't make sense before I heard her say it, and heard her explanation as to, you know, why she's saying that, and how it relates to your life, and answering those hard questions like what do I want to do with the rest of my life how do I want to support myself what do I want my future career to be like it's just so hard for me to answer those questions as I'm sure is for many others of you and then those of you like the two percent population of you who are like I know what I've been wanting to do ever since the day I was born I envy you and (laughs) I wish you nothing but the best. I truly do. I'm so totally jealous. Um, But yeah, so like I said, I have Oprah's video linked on my website. So please check those two videos out. You must see them. Not even like I hope, like you must. It is a need. Those two videos will change your life. I'm just saying. Um... Moving on to the next thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, kind of myth-busting, myth or legend. Inspiration comes and goes. So when you got it, use it. So what do you what do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? Because to me, I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks. And pardon my French, but imagine you're a designer and you've got like to create maybe four different collections right 
and you got deadlines you have to create um you have you have deadlines you have to abide by because after a certain amount of time you have to already start going into sampling but to get to sampling you need to make the patterns so you need to send it out to a pattern maker so she can grade them or you need to send it to a separate grader and then send it to a manufacturer and then research for the materials and then get samples and then blah 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 right you have all of that to do miss girl or miss guy we don't generalize here anyways you only have a certain amount of time so imagine you're like super stressed as that designer and you're like i got nothing like you're staring at a blank piece of paper trying to draw some flat sketches and you're like i have no idea what to design i've got nothing essentially like a writer's block but we're gonna call it designer's block for this instance I think that's, you know, in that instance, that is so discouraging when someone says to you in that instance, oh, well, you know, inspiration comes and goes. So when you got it, you got to use it. It's kind of like, well, damn, I don't got it right now. So I can't use it. So I'm just gonna not make anything, I guess, and suffer the consequences. Like, no, I don't agree with that. I think it's a total myth and legend. Like, I don't know, like, I I just disagree with that statement. I think that inspiration can be found on a daily basis and it can be found every day in that I think that we need to shift our perspective in a way where we're constantly looking for inspiration versus living a life waiting for it. Um, you can fight me on this statement, but I will continue to stand by what I say you can find inspiration every day. Let me say it one more time for those in the back not really listening. You can find inspiration every single day. When you wake up, when you go to sleep, you can find inspiration. And I just want to talk about some of the ways that I find inspiration, my daily inspiration. And um, for I love to use music. I think music is such an amazing tool i you know we'll say tool resource platform however you want to title it make it fancy i love to listen to all sorts of music i i besides country i'm so sorry to all my country lovers out there i really try but i just can't get into it but i love listening to like music new music that's released um or just like those good classic oldies. I'm a big Elvis girl. I know the Elvis movie just came out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, but I'm totally an Elvis girl. I love his music. I love old like 1950s, 1960s romantic songs. Totally my vibe. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Love it. I think music is such an amazing way to get inspiration every day and put you in that good mindset for work or for everything or anything you're doing. So that's one way you can find inspiration. And also, this is like a little tidbit. If you're wanting to connect with God or spirit or the universe more, I typically find that whenever I have a random song just pop into my head and I have no idea why, and it just starts kind of like playing in my head. Usually when I listen to that song, 
there's a message in the song that's meant for me in that exact moment that I'm like, wow, I can't believe like the universe just sent me that message. Like that's crazy. So if that ever happens to you and you're like, why the heck do I keep getting these random songs stuck in my head? And I have no idea how they got there. It probably means that God, universe, source, your angels, etc. They're probably trying to get a message to you. So definitely check that out. Um, another way I like to find inspiration every single day is going out into nature. Um, if you don't like nature, this one you can skip. But one of the things I really love to do is sit out and just feel the sun hit my skin. I love the feeling of a warm sun ray. And I just like to open my arms, close my eyes, and just kind of bask in the sun for a couple of seconds or even a minute or longer. It's just really healing. I, I love that so much. So it's a good way to get some vitamin D and connect with nature. If you live somewhere that, you know, is not necessarily super sunny, I feel so sad for you. But um, I think you should get, oh my God, those like, uh, what is it called? The sunrise or sunset lamps. I think is what it's called, or lights, one of the two. I really am not sure what it's called, but at least that, at least that, or watch a video on YouTube. I don't know what to tell you, or get a plant. You know what? Plants are great. I have my, I was going to say a pet plant. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm recording this at 1.28 a.m.? Maybe. Anyways, definitely not a pet plant. It's just a plant, but his name is Ezekiel. I name every single one of my plants. My whole family does. It's something we like to do. We talk to our plants. No, we're not crazy. If you ask some botanist, they will tell you talking to your plants, singing to them, and giving them names makes them grow like strong and healthier. So that's a fight that I don't want to get into, and that's for another day. But Ezekiel is a ZZ plant, and I give him plant hugs all the time. So if you live in a place that doesn't have that much sun, definitely get a plant and hug it and name it and take care of it. And if you don't like plants, I really don't know what else to tell you. But connecting with nature is just like a super beautiful way to get inspiration and just, you know, bask in the stillness if you live near the beach to definitely take advantage of that i i haven't really been to the beach that much this summer living in florida which is kind of an oxymoron but i went to the beach the other day with piper honorable mention and the beach was just so nice and it was very healing and soothing and very therapeutic so definitely highly recommend and then and my third way to find daily inspiration is going to be like the probably 10th time I mentioned Pinterest, but Pinterest. I saw someone say, I think on Instagram, that Pinterest is a manifestation app. And that was like mind blowing. I was like, dude, you're totally right. So go on Pinterest and make yourself a board, become Pinterest crazy like me, and let's compare the amount of pins we have. I'm gonna 
pull it up right now because you guys need to know how many pins I have. I'm obs- when I say obsessed, I don't even think obsessed is the right word. Like I need to find another like fancy word that describes my obsession with Pinterest. Okay, are you guys ready for this? Are you guys ready? Oh my god. I have 14,977 pins. That's kind of an ugly number and I want to make it go all the way up to 15,000, but anyways. That's insane. Um but the point being is that Pinterest is perfect for getting daily inspiration, but this is this is where you know, with any social media platform, inspiration is to gather ideas and pictures and representations of what you're aiming to achieve of in feeling or getting results in, etc. It's not to compare. It's not to compare. Comparison will just lead to disappointment and I can't harp on that enough comparison will drive you insane so just try and avoid that when you're on Pinterest because I know it can get really discouraging to see all these pretty girls on Pinterest and their outfits and their lifestyle but again you don't know their story everyone has a story everyone's got problems they're facing So Pinterest, you know, strictly business, only manifestations, only to get and inspire you on a day-to-day basis, not for comparison. Just wanted to throw that out there. And lastly, I, my fourth way, I was going to say my fifth. Wow. It is, you know, I think the, these early morning hours are definitely getting to me. You have to excuse me. It's a little all over the place. But that's real life. Anyways, the fourth way is TED Talks slash motivational speeches. I just really value listening to other people and what they have to say. I love learning about anything and everything. I'll just randomly put on a TED Talk about psychology. And I did that. And um. If you're like, Valerie, did you seriously do that? Yes, I seriously did that. And I learned about child's play and how actually when children play, it's like when you pay attention to it, they're telling you without telling you what they're experiencing in the recollection of all of their events. I don't know why that that word was so hard for me to say. Recollection. That was so funny. Recollect. Oh, my Lord recollection of their daily events and actually can give you a good idea into what they're facing or what their problems might be and that was like from a psychological like cognitive cognitive psychologist um points and research findings super interesting that was like really random but like this is what i'm talking about like ted talks motivational videos it, it could just only expand your knowledge even further and make you feel knowledgeable. I love to feel knowledgeable, but also inspired. Watching, like I said, Eric Thomas, E.T. or Oprah Winfrey, their videos, their motivational speeches, their inspirational speeches, it gives you that desire, that hype to want to figure yourself out. And 
and answer those questions that we talked about. Um, and lastly, the thing I wanted to say in making today's episode was like, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I kind of talked about this, but I'm going through that kind of loop of answering those questions. And it is, it is something that I wake up and it's the first thing I think about and I go to bed and it's the last thing I think about. And it's kind of, it's just a never ending cycle and loop. But, you know, I think it's important to give ourselves grace and time and patience when answering these questions because, you know, it's important and they are significant, but it's not the end all be all. It's not like you're going to be punished if you think you make the wrong mistake and you realize you don't like what you're doing. You're not going to be punished for that. You know, there's, there's only trial and error and every rejection is just a redirection into your higher purpose. So just wanted to leave you all with that. The last thing I wanted to say was this quote I recently found and it says, and then there is the most dangerous risk of all the risk of spending your life, not doing what you want on the bet. You can buy yourself the freedom to do it later. That is so powerful. I don't even know where to begin to explain it, but I just totally resonate with it. And I think we make ourselves these promises like or compromises like, oh, I'm going to do this because I should. And then later on, when I have this amount of money or followers or whatever it is, I can be able to do then what I want. But then after so long of doing what you don't want, you kind of lose yourself in the process. So (laughs) I don't want to be all bittersweet, but you know, this episode is supposed to be fun, but it is more of a like a heart to heart, real talk conversation I'm having with you guys. Cause this just is how I'm feeling and what has been going through my mind recently. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode I had a lot of fun just talking with you all at 1.37 a.m. in the morning. And hopefully you took something away. And if you didn't and you're like, Valerie, this is absolute madness. You sound like a crackhead. Go to bed. I totally will (laughs) after I edit all of this. Um, But stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm going to keep it a surprise. So... That gives you more of a reason to come back and listen. I post every Wednesday at 8 a.m. And if you want to stay up to date or make any suggestions about a topic or ask any fashion-related questions, please go check out my website at dearfashionpodcast.squarespace.com. I also have a YouTube channel where all of my podcast episodes will be posted. And the link for it is also on my website. Or you can just type in Dear Fashion Podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Love you.